Hey, this is Anthony Aguilar and Ernest Aguilar from Ground Up Developers, also known as E3 Property Investments and SE Builders. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about your development in the real estate space. So whether you're starting out, whether you own a couple of rental properties, or whether you've done some fix and flips before, uh, we're going to be talking about how to build your real estate portfolio from the ground up. So I'm here with Ernest Aguilar from Ground Up Developers. Hey, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Um, so first of all, we kind of want to start with a little message um, from ourselves. Yeah, we just learned uh, two days ago that uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine, which um, we don't really know what's going to go from here. But I just wanted to take the time before we start to ask everyone to send their prayers to everyone stuck in Ukraine dealing with this first this war firsthand. Um, it's hard for us to even know what they're going through right now. Hopefully this isn't the start of something larger and who knows what's going to go on with the U.S. and mm -hmm. everyone getting involved, yep. but we'll just have to see. Um, I just wanted to send our uh, love to everyone in Ukraine before we start this episode today, um, but let's get back to the episode. Um, I think today we're talking about how to analyze the real estate market, right? Yes, sir. And I mean, one thing I want to say is that um, dealing with the Ukraine-Russian uh, situation it's sad on both ends, right? A lot oh, of innocent sure. people who are listening to uh, orders, right? And so we just want to send our prayers out to everybody who's kind of caught in this situation. Um, but yes, today we're going to be talking about how to analyze real estate markets. So first of all, we're going to be talking about why is it important to analyze one real estate market? Why should you be looking at one or two markets rather than 10 or 20, right? How do you choose the real estate market to invest in? We're going to be talking about um, various factors to consider. For example, yeah, um, we got to we always got to factor in employment, population growth, the housing inventory, affordability, um, any ease of doing business in the area, yep. tax advantages. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff to look at, and that's kind of what we're going to go over today. Yes, sir. And but when we go over this, we're also going to be talking about where we invest, which is uh, predominantly in San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be using this market as an example of how we analyzed it and uh, why we choose to invest in it. So first of all, right, why is it important to analyze real estate markets, right? Before anything else, we have to make sure that the market we're investing in can support the type of investing that we're going in. So I mean, oh, there's for sure. multiple types of investing, building from the ground up, fix and flips, rentals, right? Um, there's different types of markets. I mean, building in your backyard, going, uh, you know, states away, right? And when it comes to real estate, it's best not to take the shotgun approach. Yeah, we I mean? don't want to look at 10, 10 markets. We want to look at a few that we like. And once we narrow those down, those are the ones you want to hit hard. Exactly, yeah. Because if you're looking at 10 different markets, right, you're kind of spreading yourself thin. It gets confusing, tenuous, complicated, and you know what they say, jack of all trades, master of none, right? If you start analyzing 10 different markets, you're going to be learning a little bit about each, um, but you're really not going to be an expert in any of them. So don't tire yourself out. Um, and really what you need to do is take the sniper approach, right? Yeah, for sure. You want to pick one or two markets that you really want to invest in. It could be your backyard um, or it could be out of state. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, the main thing is having a team set up wherever you do decide to to invest in but regardless um look at markets you don't have to look in your backyard um we live in california it's really hard to to invest here in california especially for someone coming out of state into california 
it's just a crazy market. So, you know, a lot of us in California invest out of state. And the reason why is there's just much better returns. Those markets just, they just make sense. Exactly. I mean, that's what we're going to be discussing today, right? Affordability, right? You look in California, you're looking in even areas that aren't that good. I mean, you're paying $500,000 for a house. Mm -hmm. Whereas you go into a market like Texas, North Carolina, Florida, Arizona, and you could buy a brand new house or a fix and flipped house for three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollars and yeah, I mean it's basically definitely. brand new in mm-hmm. a good area. So this is basically what we're gonna be discussing, right? Um, and I mean the most important thing is how to choose uh, the right market that you want to invest in. So I mean maybe it is the market that you're living in now. Maybe it's a few states away. Uh, but either way, right, we're gonna be talking about the statistics that you need to look at um, in order to analyze the real estate market that you truly want to invest in and to make sure that it's a good market Um, to put your money into for sure yes sir yeah and i think um one of the main things that we want to look at first of course in any market is job job growth um you want to make sure there's enough jobs to support the the housing yep you want to make sure that jobs are growing so people could afford to live in these areas um once you look at that i think that's that's for sure your your main interest that you want to look at exactly and i mean you see average unemployment uh, the unemployment rate across the U.S. right is around four mm-hmm. percent. So obviously, we want to look for areas that are outpacing the market. So you want to look at unemployment rates below four percent. But the thing is, you can't just look at are people employed. I mean, that's extremely important. But you also need to look at what types of jobs are people being employed in, right? I mean, you need to look at. I mean, if you really want to put your money into a good market, you want to look at places. Uh, that have jobs with industry growth. For example, technology, computer science, things that are going to be growing in the future. When you see a lot of jobs starting to be created in those industries, you can kind of guess that that's going to be a market that's going to continue to grow. And the reason being is that more people are going to be employed, more people are going to be getting paid good income, Mm -hmm. and therefore they can afford a property to rent from you or to buy from you well it comes down to affordability um once you know if people can't afford to live in the area they they aren't going to be able to afford to rent or buy in the area you want to make sure that these people coming in and the jobs being created are going to support the kind of um uh what's the word i'm looking for um i mean the growth no no but you want to make sure that income supports the prices that are going are happening you know, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. have someone exactly. making, you know, you could say all day long that people make $100,000, but <laughs> at the same time, if the houses are $800,000, you know, it's yeah, $100,000 yeah. isn't going to make it. Exactly. It's so all we wanna, relative. Yeah, it's all relative to the area you're looking at. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I think that's why, so like I said, we invest in San Antonio. That's why you see a lot of growth in San Antonio. I mean, you look at Austin, yeah. California prices. For sure. It's I, crazy. Yeah, the median home price, I believe. Let me see if I could find it here. Median home price in Austin is around. Um, I think it was five hundred and twenty-eight thousand. Yeah, that's insane. But I believe it's actually higher. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, people people are always telling me, oh, you know what? I want to move out of Texas from California. You know, it's much cheaper. Austin is is a super cool city. Don't get me wrong. I love Austin. Austin is a frigging cool city. I love it. But 
am I willing to move there for the prices? I don't know. It's the same price as California pretty much. When you when you start looking in the area, you're looking at million dollar homes. I love California. I love Texas. I love Austin. It's just all what fits your area. But Exactly. And I mean that's why you see so much growth in San Antonio. So basically let's say it's five hundred five hundred to six hundred thousand dollars to live in Austin. You could go to San Antonio for two hundred to three hundred thousand. Yeah. Right? Less than half the amount. And you could be getting a new home, right? And it's only an hour away. Yeah. Right? You look in California, people are commuting more than an hour a day and it's not an issue. Oh yeah. I you drive just... into downtown LA over an hour every day. And it's you know, Downtown LA is our hub. We have a lot of stuff going on there. So I do go over there, you know, quite often. But out here where we are, you know, it's just a nicer living. It's it's really calm. We're willing to drive that hour. People in Austin now are starting to do the same thing. They're moving to San Antonio because the reason being, you could drive into Austin in an hour and you're still making Austin money. Which is awesome because, like you said, exactly. a house in Austin yep. is what five hundred to a million. Yep. A house in San Antonio, a really nice one. You're looking three fifty. If you want something really, really nice, yeah, you're gonna go up to like eight fifty. But it, you it's know, still it's, a lot less. It, it's still much, much less. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's why we're all going back to this affordability, right? So yes, you want to look at the employment ratio. What's the job growth rate every single year? But one thing that we like to look at as well is the increase in six-figure jobs because we don't want yeah. to just see people making money. We want to see pe people making a lot of money because when they're making a lot of money, they're willing to buy homes, rent homes. They're willing to do whatever it takes because people need a place to live, right? So San Antonio, where we are, it saw a 163% increase in six-figure jobs from 2015 to 2020 which is actually the largest percentage among all of the Texas cities, right? And this is what we're looking at. We want to see this, yeah. right? We want people to have money so they could spend money on housing, right? And not only this, right? We're looking at the types of jobs, right? The types of jobs uh, that are being created in San Antonio are centered around technology and cybersecurity. This is good because number one, they're high paying jobs, you know, giving people the money they need to purchase and rent. And number two, they're growing industries, right? So even more jobs are going to be created in the future. Even more income is going to be generated. So this is good for Definitely. the long-term growth yeah. of the city, right? And not only that is is you got to remember we went into um, we looked at a lot of cities before we got into Texas, before we got into San Antonio, before we got into Austin. Um, one thing we love about San Antonio that I always loved about it, you know, I saw how the areas around downtown LA gentrified yeah and when I went to San Antonio four or five years ago I saw the exact same thing so the thing that you really have to look at is look at your own area see what worked in your area and then you kind of identify it with another area in a different state yep. wait this happened in this area and we saw it booming now we're seeing the signs the same signs that happened in LA we're seeing them over there Let's get in it while we can. Now, of course, a lot of the Texas areas are already spoken for. I mean, you go to Dallas, Houston, a lot of those areas. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're great investment areas. But when we went into San Antonio, it was mainly a reason we saw that, um, that basically we saw that growth. We saw that gentrification happening. I mean, areas that we wouldn't even want to walk our dog in. But 
now you see them and they're selling four or five hundred thousand dollar houses well we saw that three four years ago and we we're able to identify that so whenever you're looking in a market try to identify with a market you've already seen before and and make those connections and that's what's going to make you money in the long run yep exactly and, and of course right identify what you're trying to do right are you trying to rent long term gain appreciation while renting are you trying to just quickly fix and flip right so identify what you're trying to do but definitely looking at a market that's going to appreciate in the short and long term is better than you know anything else right because you're going to make money now and in the future as well um so i mean of course on top of that right you want to be looking at what population at growth population growth. yeah for sure and I mean, I mean, population growth, you've seen it happen in San Antonio. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so many people moving to San Antonio, not only from uh, other states, but also from other major cities in Texas. You know, people from Houston, Houston, people from Austin, people from Dallas, they're all going to San Antonio. Why? Because it's still a major city, but the cost of living is so much less. You still get all the benefits of living in a major city but without having to pay a premium and it, it ends up being a it's a beautiful city too i mean you no matter what i mean like i said before austin awesome city i love it <laughs> yeah but yeah but san antonio is a gem in its own and and so exactly. is i mean houston dallas they all have their areas it's all good it's all you just got to pick which area is right for you yeah exactly i mean we want to see growth uh, new homes, new buildings, new jobs, new people moving in. That's the issue with California right now. Prices are so expensive. Homes aren't affordable anymore, so people are moving out. Right? Yep. They're going to Texas. They're going to North Carolina. They're going to other states. They're going to Arizona, Vegas. Ari yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's because it's so damn expensive. Mm -hmm. But when you look at other states, when, I mean, when places are more affordable, you're going to see net in migration. People are moving in. Yeah. And that's something that we see with San Antonio and Texas in general. I mean, there's actually a study that uh, Texas has the highest retention rate of any state. So 82% of the people born in Texas still live in the state. Yeah. Whereas you look at California, and probably half of the people have already moved out. Yeah. Right? So it's well, especially different. the younger people. It's, it's so hard. You, know, you, you take into factor how much money they've spent on schooling, how many yeah. student loans they have. Um, to get into an entry home here, you're looking at, I mean, what a condo is five hundred to six hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. You know, an entry home, uh, uh, single family home, you're looking six hundred fifty to seven hundred fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's just a whole nother ballpark. So you have a lot of that that younger generation that just cannot, and I don't blame them. It's it's very hard to make it in California, just coming up with all those student loans. You know, you're you're making good money, but you still can't afford a house. So where do they yep. go? You know, they go out of state. They go to uh, North Carolina. They go to Florida. They go to, you know, ever Indiana. They go, I mean, there's a ton of places in the U.S., beautiful cities. <laughs> Everywhere except California. <laughs> I, I mean, I love California. California yep. is awesome. I, I mean, I mean, I'm a SoCal boy. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I have uh, I have my roots here. I love, I love California, but... I mean, when I invest here. here right now, um, I have a lot of friends that do invest here and they do really, really well. Um, it's not for me. I chose my markets. I have a few markets I like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what you kind of have to go through and see what's right for you.
Yeah, one hundred percent. One thing you mentioned is schools. I think that's important to look at around the for neighborhood sure. you're investing for sure. in. I mean, people want to buy homes where they know that their kids will have a good education. Yeah. yeah. They want to rent where their kids will be able to be in a good school district so that they can, uh, like once I like uh, like I said, get a good education. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing to keep into account is housing inventory, which is yeah. pretty crazy among the U.S. today in general because of COVID and all the things that are happening. Right. Yeah, COVID slowed down the housing market a lot, the house building. You know, after even uh, 08, the problem is that all the housing stopped. Yep. Um, about, I would say about four or five years ago, it started again, but it has not even been close to catching up to what's needed. Um, I think if I remember correctly, to be a stable market, you need about a six-month inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, most places right now, you're lucky if you have a month to two months. Uh, I know Texas, a lot of the cities have like, what, a month of month inventory. And, half, yep. and and that's why it is a seller's market. It, it, it is definitely a seller's market. It is a builder's market. Um, even with the housing, the, the I mean, not the housing, even with the supplies going up in price so much, mm-hmm. it still makes sense because now the house prices are going up because the supply is so low. Yeah, a hundred percent, right? We have to look at so basically, um, for people who don't know what inventory is, right? Um, so basically, a six month worth of in- inventory would mean that if nobody was to list their home, that all the homes that were already listed on the market would sell within six months. Yes, and that's kind yes. of the stable point. Now, what we're seeing in a lot of markets today is that there's only one point five months worth. Yeah, basically. There's very low supply, very high demand. And that's why you see these crazy bidding wars, right? I saw um, actually like a TikTok video today where somebody listed their market yesterday. And then today there was a bunch of people showing up on their lawn trying to view the property. No, I was talking to our buddy Robert Elder. Um, You know, he's a great realtor out in Texas. You know, we were talking to him the other day and uh, he was telling me, you know, he has, it's not insane to think that. People are gonna bid a hundred, hundred fifty thousand over asking price right now. Yep. And wow. why? We're at a one point five inventory. It's it's just it it's just a crazy market right now. Exactly. I mean, you look at interest rates. Yeah, they're slightly rising a bit, but I mean, historically, they're still extremely low. Yeah. It's not an issue, right? People have some money to buy, and that's why I mean, take a look at the inventory in your area. Take a look at the affordability, right? Because if it's affordable. And if there yeah. is a very low supply, prices are just going to continue to skyrocket. And we'll we'll see what changes with the interest going up. You know, it might yep. have an effect, but you yep. got to remember that. Let's say the, let's say it goes up a full point this year. Mm-hmm. Interest is going to go up from like what three and a half to four and a half mm-hmm. on your primary house. Yep. Um, it's still cheap money. Four and a half percent all day long. You know, there's people. You know, my dad, his first house, I remember 13%. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that was it's, standard. You know, people nowadays, they think, oh, well, you know, three and a half percent. Now it's four and a half percent. It's too much. It's not going to change that much. It's not going to change the market that much. I don't foresee him changing, changing that much. But overall, uh, affordability will still stay the same unless something crazy happens. You know, I don't foresee the interest going up to seven, eight percent. You know, yeah, and, and I mean, exactly. And I mean, one thing to keep in mind, right? So, um, what that kind of affects, what the interest rate affects is demand, right? Because the higher the interest rate goes, um, the less that people can afford. 
But I mean, yes. right now what we're seeing is we're seeing a very large shortage of uh, supply in terms of like materials, yes, construction jobs, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. right? We're not seeing many people enter the trades nowadays. Everyone's yeah. going to college, not doing plumbing, electrician work, things like that. Now, because of that, right, there is very little room to do fix and flips, very little room to do things yeah. like that, right? I mean, if you look at our new construction, our new construction lumber, mm-hmm. for instance, I mean, um, let's say 20 before COVID, the even in the beginning of 2021, we could build three 1,400 square foot houses for about 38,000 in lumber. Yep. Okay, now for a 1,300 square foot house, we're probably looking at 45,000 just for that house. Mm-hmm. So lumber has just been crazy expensive lately. Other supplies are crazy. You got to, you know, windows you can't get, doors you can't get. There's a lot of things you got to pre-order before you even start your framing. It's just, these are a lot of things you got to look at. You got to look at your market, see what supply is there, what can help you, what can't. And you just got to, you just got to, that all, that all kind of um, ties ties into the area that you're going to be looking at. Yeah, I mean, it definitely does, right? People are cashing out. People are trying to renovate their Mm -hmm. homes. Mm -hmm. All it is is creating lines, right? People are trying, hey, I want to get this done. I want to build a new deck. Hey, that's going to be two months to do that for you. Yeah. Because I have a bunch of other people asking me as well. And all that is doing is shortening the supply, which is going to continue to push prices up. Yeah. Which is what we kind of estimate. But, I mean, of course, you never know. Right? And you got to remember, a lot more people are working from home now. Yep. What happens when you work from home? You're in your house all day. Yeah. All yep. of a sudden, you're like, wait, I want to fix this. I want to fix that. I want to do this. So, all of a sudden, they're ordering stuff, yep. you know, to do lumber. You know, you multiply that by two, three million people in the U.S. that are doing that at one time. Yeah, there's... Well, all of a sudden, you know, I mean, that's that's probably downscaling it a lot because, I mean, two, three yeah. million is probably nothing. Yeah. You know, you're probably looking at, you know, 20, 30 million people rehabbing. You know, it's it just... Exactly. It, it puts a major strain on the supply. And and that's one thing you have to deal with. You know, it's it's all part of the game. You got to make sure your numbers make work. Uh, your, your numbers make sense all the time. Mm-hmm. If your numbers don't make sense, the deal doesn't make sense. Yep, 100%. Yeah. And one thing that the supply and demand affects is the days on market, right? So when you list a property, obviously, best case scenario, you list a property, you sell it the same day. You get an offer, you enter escrow, and then by the time that's done, it's completely sold. Um, now, what you want to kind of, uh, I guess, stray away from, right, is looking at areas that are waiting 60 days on market to sell oh yeah yeah definitely um but you also got to see what what properties are sitting on the market in those areas yeah because those areas might be a a lost gem you know depending you got to look at your home market you know people the area we went into in san antonio at first people thought we were crazy yep they're like why are you investing (laughs) in that area that area it's i mean excuse my friends it's a shithole yeah, it's, you know, we were getting chased off by gang members on the streets. You know, you know, yeah. when we drive by looking at properties, we're getting chased down the street. We're getting ran off by dogs. We're <laughs> I mean, it was just crazy. But but we saw that potential in the yeah. area. Yeah. OK, some houses were selling for nothing. 50, 60 grand. Mm-hmm. You know, who cares? But we also saw that people were rehabbing. They were building. 
they were and those houses were selling at good amounts. Yeah. So you have to take everything in in, in you have to take it all in and mm-hmm. then basically base your your strategy off of that. Am I going to flip a house at 60 grand for 100 grand when it's done? No, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Not if I have to put 40 grand in it. It's exactly. we're going to lose money. You know, are we going to you know, build a property that the property costs us 60 grand and we got to put, you know, 400 grand in it, but we're only going to sell the houses at 200. No, we're not going to do it, you know, but where we, you know, you got to kind of think outside the box. When we went into San Antonio, we started putting three houses on one lot. No one did that before in that area we were building in. Mm -hmm. Now you see it everywhere, but no one was doing that when we started. Now that was our California mentality that we kind of, we, we see it being done here and we took it over there and you know, they were all zoned. Yeah. You know, for four properties on one lot. And that was one thing we loved. You know, it was, we went into it, boom, just, and the city didn't even know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. The city was like, yeah. uh, I guess we'll approve it, <laughs> you know? And, and, you know, once we went through the city and we've done enough of them, now they they understand. Yeah. It's, it's completely, it's, it's better for the area. They wanted that area to be dense. Yeah. That was their long-term plan for that area. It's right near downtown. They want density. Yep. They want the people living. They want housing for the area. And, and we're not building $700,000 homes. Mm-hmm. You know, we're building entrance homes for entrance, you know, for the entrance buyer. Yep. You know, and that's one thing you have to look at when you're looking at an area. What market do you want to hit? Do you want to hit the big time, you know, the the person moving up from a $500,000 house to a seven hundred, Or do you want to move in, gets, if, do you want to target a market that, a first time home buyer. Yeah. Well, that's what our idea was. Well, look at you could go buy a nineteen twenty house a nineteen twenties built house next door and what you're gonna pay two fifty. Well, you could buy our house for three twenty and it's brand new, modern, beautiful, gorgeous, every upgrade you could think of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no come brand. on. It's like <laughs> I mean, the people are loving them. They're they're jumping all over them and but that's the market you gotta look in. You got to see what you're doing. If if you try to do that same same thing in California, it probably wouldn't work at the price range we're looking at in Texas or in North Carolina yeah. or in Florida. Hundred percent. You know, it's just you got to look at that market. You got to see what is selling, what's wanted. You know, from there you could kind of see what you're gonna do. Are we gonna put wraparound countertops, waterfalls? No, because <laughs> yeah. people aren't gonna pay extra for it. Yeah. You know, are we going to do multicolor paints and everything and upgrade all crazy? No, because people aren't going to pay for it. But are the houses beautiful when they're done? They're gorgeous. Yeah. They're better than any house that's in the area. And that's what makes a difference. And you just got to hit that market, whether it's a flip, whether it's a new build, you got to hit it and you got to do it right. And just, just basically you want to have the nicest stuff on the market. That way, when you put it for sale, it sells right away. Yeah, no, yeah. that that was beautifully said. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, that's what you need to think, right? Real estate, it's tangible. You're able to see it when it's finished, right? You got to think about the end product. What is mm-hmm. it going to look like? What is it going to sell for? And you could find all of this stuff out by looking at Zillow, Redfin. What is recently sold in the past three months, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, did this house that had, um, you know, 10 out of 10 upgrades sell for the same amount as a house that had six out of 10 upgrades in that case right maybe you don't need to spend as much on the upgrades right it's all about what people are willing to pay for it's all about roi return on investment um 
And that's what you need to think about everything. Like yeah. you said, right? Why spend $10,000 on something that's not going to get you anything back in return? Yeah. Right? You'd rather spend yeah. the 10000 on something that's going to bring you back fifty grand in terms of a higher asking price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to put I'm not going to put uh, 10000 in doors when I can spend 5000 and sell for the same price. <laughs> yeah. It still looks beautiful. It still looks the same. Now, don't get me wrong. When we build in the nicer areas, let's say Alamo Heights, you know, Terrell Hills, you know, yeah. some Austin, you know, New Braunfels, anytime we build out there, of course, we're starting to look at a little higher price point. So then you start, okay, well, you know what? We need to put those upgrades and those are going to make the difference on what sell, what the same thing. We wanted to sell quick. Yeah. So we're going to put those little extra upgrades on there. That way people go into another house and then they come into ours and they're like, this is awesome. Yeah. We want it. You yeah. know, no questions asked. We want it. And yeah. that's, that's your whole key. No matter what area you're in, that's your key market. That's what you want to do. You know, you got to make sure you know your market, know what they're going to spend and you go from there on your design. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think one thing, right. One thing that you mentioned was dealing with the city, right? Yeah. Uh, we've had a horror story in LA. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate LA. I hate, I hate, um, the building department in LA. Yeah. I'm not going to lie about it. Uh, there's some people that know how to get around it. To me, it is just way too much of a hassle. Yep. I mean, I could do four or five projects out of state. For the time it takes me to get permits in LA. Yeah. And to me, yeah, you're going to make two times, three times the money. But at the same time, when you calculate it, I could do so many easy pro projects in other states that it just, to me, it's not worth the headache or the stress. Yeah. So that's another thing. Can you handle the stress? Can you handle the headaches? Can you, you got to deal with all this when you're doing flips, new construction, you know, even wholesaling, whatever you got to do, it's all going to be stressful on your, on your everyday life pretty yeah. much. Right. And it's all about so, how much stress are you willing to handle? Yeah. How much, how much can you handle? Some people can't handle any at all. Mm -hmm. Some people would not be able to handle anything we do right now, mm -hmm. but can we do it? Yeah, we do. it. Yeah. We do it every day. It's, it's something we, we deal with. We're used to, don't get me wrong. Anytime you do something new, it's more stressful. Yeah. Once you do it once or twice, those are the hardest ones. Once you do it once or twice, it becomes easier. Yeah. Like anything. Then it becomes like clockwork. You just you're just doing it. You know, so that's that's another thing that I think any new investor coming in has to know is that the first one is gonna be the hardest. You know, any any of anyone you listen to, any podcast you listen to, they're always gonna tell you the same thing. Mm -hmm. The first time is the hardest. Once you break that first one, it becomes easy. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. And that's what we're here for, right? We're here to teach you exactly how to start your first one, what to do to succeed on your first one, how to avoid some of the mistakes that we've made, right? Because yeah, we've made a sure. we've made ton of mistakes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's natural, right? You're still going to make mistakes even listening to this podcast. Yeah. And the good thing is, I mean, you can make mistakes. It's not a big deal. It's not. If your numbers make sense, even with mistakes, you're going to make money. So the main thing to look at is make sure you have enough um, percentage in your in your numbers 
Yep. A, a cushion. A cushion. A cushion. Yeah. Enough cushion in your numbers, you know, to to uh, account for shit happening, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but shit happens, and it does. and um, you got to account for it. You know, when we do a project, we say, okay, it's gonna cost us, you know, five hundred thousand to build this house. If shit happens, it's gonna cost us six. Does it still make sense? Yeah, it still makes sense. Okay, let's build it. You know, if we say, okay, well, it doesn't make sense, forget it. We'll throw it out the book and we'll let someone else take it and we'll just go to the next project. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't be trigger happy, right? Don't think that, yeah, no, oh, never. this looks okay. There's I'm always another deal. It. There's always another deal. Make sure there's yeah. enough skin on the bones that even if some gets thrown to the crows, that there's enough for you to make some money. Yeah. Right. Even if worst case scenario, we end up spending an extra 30 to 40 grand per each unit. Right. We're still going to be making good money. And, and, and if that's not the case, right, if you're really barely cutting it short, especially on your first project, skip on that one. Right. Yeah. Wait until you have one that falls into your lap. Just keep preparing yourself. And if you keep listening to ground up developers, we are literally going to teach you everything that we have learned for the past few years building real estate, investing in real estate. And by the time that a good deal passes across your lap, you'll know exactly what to do. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then uh, one thing before we're done, uh, I definitely want to uh, hit this kind of hard. Make sure you listen to your mentors. Listen to people who have advice. You never know what's going to get thrown at you. Um, how did we end up in Texas? Kind of lucky. You know, mm -hmm. um, one of our other investors came over and said, hey, you know, I want you to come down and check this out. We went down, checked it out. You know, we got into some flips and all of a sudden we, you know, decided to build and we started building new construction. But you can never under you not underestimate, but never throw off someone who says I have a good market for you. It's if it's worth checking out, check it out. You know, what is it a day of your life? Literally, the first time I went to Texas, I had my other job. I was off that day. I said, okay, you're going to Texas. I'll be there tomorrow. I flew out for one day, checked it out, came back the next day, went back to work. You know, who would have never known that we would have, you know, how many, how many units? <laughs> we have like 28 going up this year. Yeah, we got, we, well, we have 16, 16 units to rent, and then we have another, uh, what 16 going up for for for, for sale. sale yeah for sale. i mean who would ever know we would have been doing that no one would ever thought of it you know yeah. but but at the same time if that one little time when they invited me out there i would have said no yeah you've been doing this, the same old thing. it would have never happened you know yeah. so never never what's the word i would say never turn down an opportunity never turn prepared. down an opportunity you know there's so many opportunities that are thrown at us and we have the we have the we could either go right or left a lot of times and you just got to make sure to watch those for those opportunities and go to the right time. Yeah. You know, if a door's unlocked, timing. you can always open it, check it out. If yeah. you don't like it, you don't like it, but at least you open the door and kind of see what the possibility is. And you know, I know, I know a lot of new investors don't have a lot of money, but realistically that first trip to Texas cost me what? $250 round trip. Yeah. You know, and then account for food, maybe a hundred bucks. I didn't even stay, stay a night there. Yeah, I mean, you're talking $350. If I didn't like it, I lost $350. Yeah. You know, some people spend more than that at dinner. Yeah. 
you know, I and mean, you could easily budget to save that amount. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, it's three fifty. So <laughs> if someone tells you like, hey, you know what, check it out, I got some place in North Carolina, I, I, I think you, you would like it, dude, take the trip. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Always stay Jump open for opportunities. Right. Yeah. Um, set yourself up for success. Right. Success doesn't start by um, anything magical happening. It happens by the actions that you take today. Yeah. Right. So start interacting with the people that are doing what you want to do. Start doing that. Start taking the action that you, that the people that you want to follow are taking. Right. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta jump on it. You can't yeah. you know, believe me, I, I, I mean everyone wastes a lot of times. You don't wanna have a, like uh you know, I listen to the real estate guys too. Mm-hmm. I like these guys. Yeah. You know, but um they always say analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. You sit there and analyzing a property for or analyzing an area for two, three years, but you don't do anything about it. You know, you mm-hmm. have to take that first leap. That first leap is the hardest. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I had a lot of sleepless nights that when I started, I mean, there was days I didn't, there was weeks I didn't sleep, mm-hmm. you know, but was it worth it? A hundred percent, you know, but you have to take that leap. If you don't take that leap, you will never progress to anything better. Yep. 100%. And that's what we're here to do. Right. So I guess we'll end yeah. off the episode on that note. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. So I hope you guys have learned a lot today. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you being here. Uh, oh, I Ernie, love being here. Right? <laughs> you, know, you know I love being here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I mean, we're here to help you succeed. Uh, we're here to get better as well, right? As we're teaching, we're learning, right? Mm-hmm. And we all want to get better together and we want to develop ourselves from the ground up. So once 100%. again, you could, you could find us, email sebuilders, uh, LLC at gmail.com, Instagram, at SE Builders. And I mean, do you want to add any note before we end here? Uh, we have Instagram also at Ground Up Developers. Ground Up Developers. We yep. have Instagram at uh, Built to Rent Texas. Yeah. So it's Built to Rent TX. Yeah. Follow us on all of them. Um, yeah, but it, anything you guys have, shoot it our way and we'll uh, try to help you out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we appreciate you guys listening. Please take some time to leave a comment. Yeah. Uh, write a review. And if you have any topics that you want us to cover feel free to let us know i mean we're yeah. happy to uh, yeah cover spread it for the you. word let your friends know i mean um you know we're here to help yeah all right yeah. we appreciate you guys right we're checking out ground up developers thank you guys yay all right awesome